Hello, my dear friends. You must forgive me if I seem a little bit... shaken. It's just that I've done something a little strange. Something I've been afraid to do for a long time. If you've been listening... Have you? Have you been listening? Then you know about her. The so-called writer. The one I followed, the one whose every dream I haunted, until she noticed me. She was so afraid. She's been so afraid all of this time. Even after I left her alone and went my own way, I could still feel her. In my dreams, every time I looked in the mirror. For all her fear, she had that power over me. The power to make me terrified, too. I'm not sure why. That is, I wasn't sure why until I asked her to help me save me from being the obedient right hand of an angel of death. That all sounds so very complicated. It's not, really. I asked her for something, and she gave it to me. And I now have enormous, lovely black wings, and a power that is unmatched. I should have known that it was always her doing this, not me. Why should I have this power? But how does she manifest it? What is she doing? And what if she uses it against me? I find myself in her home. Not actually, of course, not physically. I found a mirror. That's how I see her best, normally. First I had to find a place. And I did. Easily. An abandoned place in a corner of a countryside where probably no one even knew the house was, let alone the fact that its owners had long since left. Why did they, I wonder? They left what seems to be most of their belongings here. There is a room that two people slept in, and a room that a child must have kept. A small kitchen, a small living room, not much else. This can be my place for a little while. I should like to stay in someone's home. I haven't stayed in a home for... Well, for a very long time. Perhaps ever. But yes, I did want to go to my writer's home. Sit across from her face to face. I know what it looks like, you know for I've seen it in my dreams and when I've appeared to her in the past. A small, modest place full of books and clutter and images of dark, pretty things she will never see with her own two eyes. It makes me both happy and sad at the same time, that place. I sat in a chair and propped up the mirror in a chair across from me. I pulled it close so that I can't focus on the frame the borders of the mirror, just the endless emptiness of my own face. I called to her, and I waited. 
there in that almost complete darkness, almost complete but for the light of one small candle the family had mercifully left behind for me, just enough light that I could see my face in the mirror, obscured and twisted by the flickering glow and the changing shadow. Soon enough I see that little apartment she spends most of her time in. I see the dark, pretty images on the walls and on the screens she surrounds herself with. Then I see her. My face is gradually replaced with one that is not entirely dissimilar, but most definitely different. It is softer and it is weaker. Her face and her eyes and her lips have an array of colors that my features will never have. She has a strange fear in her eyes that isn't just there because of my presence. It is always there. It is the fear that I see in many of you and your kind. It comes from knowing that your lives are short and not knowing how to spend your precious time correctly. It is a terrible fear. Paralyzing and self-feeding. Her eyes are also afraid because she can see me. She can see the absolute absence of fear in my solid, empty black eyes. Never has there been a creature less afraid than I am right now. And that is a terrible thing to see. I know that. I pity her for having to look at it. I wish she could see that pity. I wish she could see the depth of my feeling. Hello, my friend. I thought maybe I owe this to her. Company. She is still afraid. That makes sense. She doesn't think she's the one with the power. Do you? She says no. Why did you make me do that to him? Is he still alive? She says that he is, because I want him to be. But she wants him dead. I'm sorry, can't you hear her? Funny, this mirror magic. Let me try something. Why did you leave him there alive? We had a chance. We had our chance. I gave you the power. I don't know how, but you called to me. And I came and I gave you the power and you let him go. Why would you let him go? After what he did. He took your life from you, he took what goodness existed in you, and he squeezed it out and drank the juice and reveled in its taste. Then he left you alone for years, then years and years. He mocked your strength, he contested your power, he wanted it for himself. He didn't want you to be everything that you must be. You have to let him go. You have to destroy him, be free of him. 
Let's do it together. We can do it. Finally, if you stay with me. Stay with me. You have to stay with me. You have to be better. Better than him and better than me. You can be those things. My sweet and terrible friend, I can help you. Why are you so sad? Why are you so afraid? Hmm. I have left you for too long. I have left you all alone. You have grown desperate and terrified. I'm sorry. Sometimes I am so in love with this world that I forget what it can do to the poor creatures in it. Sometimes I forget about the cruelty of the world. I won't kill my stranger. I'm sorry. I won't do it. You can give me all the power in the world, but I won't make myself free of him. Not like that. I love him. I love him because... Because without him, I am... I am you. You gave me so much, dear one. Dear one in the mirror. Sometimes I think I dream of ancient temples and fields of wheat and my bare feet walking on roads that were not paved. I think I dream of old places that have long since been destroyed. I think I dream of a me who existed so, so very long ago. But other times, other times I dream of being young and seeing things that make no sense. Things like televisions, things like automobiles on the ground and airplanes in the sky. I remember being in the sky on an airplane and delighting at the image of clouds. Ah. I think I begin to see. You have flown too? Just like me, my friend. You have moved at inhuman speeds in man-made vehicles. You have left people who have hurt you, and yet you have refused to hurt them. But you have also used your power and hurt people, whether you meant to or not. You, for all of your fear and your weakness, you have faced danger and evil and death, just like me. You have looked it in the eye. And, though you may have trembled, you walked out unscathed. Or scarred. It doesn't matter. You have made choices that were logical and choices that were emotional. You have seen lost spirits in the night, and you have wept for their sorrow. You have seen horrific beauty yourself, and you have sighed at it just as I sigh for it when I see it. You are not my friend. You are a ghost. You are an angel. You are a monster, 
You are a hero. Wake up to that and stop using me to work your will. Work your own will. If you want to take over the world, do it. If you want to take down an evil angel, do it. But don't use me. Leave me out of it. I have my own agenda. I have my own will to work. Once I decide what it is, of course. <laughs> for all your wisdom, and for all of your years, and for all of your empty goals and promises and your wonderful, confusing words, you really don't understand, do you? She's asleep. I can feel it. But I can still feel her there, waiting. She was here with me just a moment ago in the same room. Arms came at me and hands found my throat and my hands found her throat, but they did not attack. Neither of us attacked. But I felt her here with me. I felt her with me. My God, she's been real this whole time. I've been real this whole time. <laughs> or is it all false? Which is worse? If I look out the window, will I see a ghost swimming in the air watching me wanting to be left alone? Will I see a phantom horse chestnut-colored waiting? Will there be a, a pack of wolves, eyes glowing, jaws snapping? Will there be three winged figures, glorious and beautiful weapons in hand? Or merely one lonely man, cloaked in black, who used to be resplendent and terrifying and smiling, but is now only sad, cold and afraid? Or will there be nothing? As there has been in the past, will there just be nothing there but the moon? That moon that gives me hope that there is, in fact, something waiting in the shadows. She's not answering, and so she cannot tell me that there is. Perhaps she will when she wakes up. I'm afraid to look out the window, and so I won't. I'm not afraid that I might see these heartbreaking terrors. I'm afraid that I won't. Come back soon, my friend.
Hello, everyone. It's me, Kristen, your writer, and it's us, your narrator as well. We're confused. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 55 of On a Dark Cold Night. Your being with us each week really means so much. Just a few brief things this week. If you want to support the show, there are a few really helpful ways to do so. First, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. You can also do this on Stitcher or Facebook, or hey, why not uh, both or all three? But iTunes reviews really help the podcast uh, get noticed, so that would be wonderful. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, also called On a Dark Cold Night. Maybe head on over and like your favorite episodes and help them get noticed by more people. You can also support the show on Patreon, where for any amount pledged monthly, you can receive exclusive access to music-only soundtrack files. You can find me there at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you want to support just once and don't want that perk, you can also find me at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight, where you can buy me a coffee to help keep the show running. As I said last week, I'm a team of just me, so any support would be extremely appreciated. You can also help out by listening to the podcast on the free Radio Public app, where every listen counts towards paying me as your podcaster. If you haven't already, please check out Radio Public and listen to us there. Finally, you can follow the show on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, or on our Facebook page. Spread the word, drop me a line, whatever you like, I will do my absolute best to reply. I also want to take a moment to thank AJ McGee. AJ is a listener and fan of the show from Scotland who sent me this really awesome track. It's a cover of our theme song. And as you guys know, I write and perform all the music on the show, so I thought it was really cool to hear someone else's interpretation of my music. I'm going to play it for you now. Wow, really great job, AJ. Uh, you can follow AJ at Andrew J. McGee on Twitter. Um, thank you so much for sharing that with me and for your kind words and consistent support of the show. I'm so happy that the music inspired you to do this. Keep up the awesome work. On that note, I'll say goodnight. Thank you for bearing with me and your narrator as we move forward. And thank you for listening. Take care, friends. <laughs>